Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. We've been looking at Paul and the story that's in Acts chapter 16, and we saw how he's hearing from God. He's in that connection. He's willing to step out of where he's been he's, and, and just do what God's telling him to do. Paul has left everything for the Lord. There is nothing holding him back. He's not afraid of doing anything. He's not afraid of letting go of anything because he's already let go of everything. Amen. You see, so God's pulling him into new things. He, and he's in this season where he's not been very fruitful. You know, but it's not his fault, really. It's not God's fault. It's just the timing. He's seeking, seeking for what God wants him to do. And he's, he's, he's in that time frame, you see. And God's faithful to give him a vision and to pull him into the next thing that he's got for him. Paul takes that step of faith and he steps out into it. He goes exactly where God tells him to go, right when God tells him to go. He doesn't wait. He doesn't put it off and say, well, let me just see, God. Let me put this on my calendar. You want me to do it? Well, I'm really busy. I'm trying to build a church right here, God. You know, No. God says go. That's where the move of God's going to be. That's where the blessing's going to be. That's where the increase is going to be. He hears a word from God, and he goes. When he goes there, we saw that he meets this, um, let's see, he meets this woman named Lydia. It says this, and um, this is in verse 14. She's a seller of purple. She worshiped the Lord. The Lord opened her heart to, to obey, to heed, to pay attention to the things spoken of by Paul. So there are all these people Paul's talking to, and one woman, one woman uh, pays attention. Now, I just want to say that woman, she, she must have been just thrilled that day. It's sad that all the other women, at the, they're all there praying. One woman hears from the Lord. I just have to say, you know, that's an interesting start. One, one person, right? <laughs> but just think about that one woman and how she is so thrilled that, that she has given her life to the Lord. She's discovered God. I'm telling you, it's an amazing thing when somebody gives their life to the Lord. And think about Paul. I mean, Paul's going, I'm glad I, I didn't give up. I'm glad I didn't get discouraged and just say, well, I can't understand this God thing. I've been trying and trying and nothing's working. And then he finally goes somewhere. He sees this woman get saved. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing when salvation goes forth. And it's something that brings joy to everybody. And I just want to say this right now. This is a huge hour when God is restoring the emphasis on people coming back to God and serving God with a pure heart and living for God. He's bringing forth the message of salvation and of deliverance and of healing in the earth again. Amen? And it's a good thing. Let me just mention a couple of these verses that we're all familiar with that I believe are so important for us to get into our hearts because we can just read things and not, not think about the impact of those words sometimes. But it says in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't willing or, or desiring that anybody perish. He's not wanting anybody to perish, but that all come to repentance. See, God doesn't want anybody to perish, right? He wants everybody to what? Turn. That's 
I believe in God's will. I believe God loves everybody. Are there going to be some people that after a while, they give God the finger and they say, I'm going to persist in my way? Are there going to be some people that God's going to just say, okay, I believe, I believe that does happen. But I believe there's a lot of us, we're stubborn, but God understands that. And he's wanting to work through that. And we all probably know stubborn people. I just want to encourage you, those that are believers, pray that God would pour out his spirit and that God would give people an, an open mind and an open heart so that they would have the ability to make the decision and go, I will go forward with God and I will do what God wants me to do. I will follow him. Amen. I'll follow him with everything I've got. I want to encourage you as believers to begin to see yourself as fishers of men. There's so many people like Lydia that this woman we just read about who are just waiting for someone who will not give up, who will keep telling other people about the Lord when nobody's coming to God. There is one person just still waiting for you somewhere in where you are. Amen. So don't give up. Anyway, Jesus says, the good shepherd leaves the 99 and he'll go for the one after the one that somehow got on the wrong course. Man, what a picture of, of a sheep on the wrong course. What happened? He started eating and paying attention to the grass here. The, oh, the grass is greener over there. The flock's going over there. The shepherd's going over there. But I'm looking over here, Right. And so he keeps going where, you know, as he's not paying attention to where the shepherd is, right? And so after a while, the sheep is separated from the shepherd. And Jesus talks about the work of the shepherd is to leave the 99 because he's, he's concerned about that very one. Every single one is important to Jesus Christ. I mean, everybody's important. So, I mean, think about how Jesus lived and what he did. He, I mean, he lived a life of suffering. He came from heaven. Why? That we might be forgiven, that we might come back to God and have eternal life and not perish. Praise God for the not perish part too. Amen. I'm glad I'm going to be with God, but I'm glad I'm not going to be in that other place. I mean, I seriously, are you not? And Believe that's a part of the gospel. Sometimes we de-emphasize that. You know, it's, oh, it's just, a, you know, with the Lord. Yes, I'm, yes, amen. But I'm telling you, I'm really, really glad I'm not going to that other place either. Anyway, and Jesus is too. He says he doesn't desire that anybody perish. What's he thinking about when he's talking about perishing? That's what he's thinking about. He doesn't want anybody to have an eternity like that. Anyway, and it says, God so loved the world, he sent, he sent. See, there's a mission, there's a plan. God wants to do something. And I believe that what God's doing right now on the earth, he's formulating a plan. Don't think that God's asleep. He's not asleep. It might look like God's not doing anything right now. You might look around and go, how's God going to do something? I am telling you, in the midst of when it looks like nothing is happening, God's doing something. God's moving. He's putting things together. God sees in front of us. He's not just working with right now. He's already been to the future. And from the future, God has already seen what is there. And he's preparing something now because he knows where we're getting ready to all be. And he's going to bring it all together. And it's going to look like he just planned it, you know, and made it happen. God planned now from where he's already been. Are y'all with me? He's bringing us to that. 
It's an amazing thing. We're just walking out what God's already planned as long as we just stay connected. It's, it's powerful. Luke 15.10 says that angels of heaven are rejoicing over just one sinner that repents. Powerful. I mean, look at the joy. I mean, what, this is getting back to just that one person being important to God. Think about that. All of heaven or the angels of heaven are rejoicing over just that one person. That just blows my mind. I mean, we get we see someone maybe come to the Lord and, hey, well, it's exciting, we move on. Do you realize, I mean, angels in heaven are rejoicing over that soul that the light came to and they turned around. It's a big, big, big thing. They just see that person, at least in this dimension, they've come out of deception and darkness of the enemy, of the devil, a supernatural thing happened. They came out. They made the decision to walk with God. The light came. They took that step. Man, that, that's so powerful. And I want to emphasize this so much. And I believe this is on God's heart in this hour. Um, for those of you that maybe, maybe you've been thinking about serving the Lord. Maybe you put God like you add God to your life. Um, that you haven't really been born again. The Bible says you have to be born again. You can't just be religious. You've got to be born again. You've got to be a new person. Um, your, whole, your whole life's going to change. When you give your life to the Lord, your desires go in a different direction. You want God. You don't want to sin anymore. You don't want to go back to those things anymore. You want God. You see, everything's going to change. And there's a lot of people that realize it's a good thing. And in their mind, they just feel like serving the Lord. You know, it's just sort of like, you know, you're acknowledging that, but you're the same person you were before. You know, now you're just trying to do, be a little better. No, it's a radical transformation. God calls it being born again. You're a new thing. You're a new person. And if you're born again, you don't want to go back to sin anymore. You want to follow the Lord. You want to lay down your life. And we realize that there still is, is a struggle. Maybe our flesh, our, our habits want to pull us in one direction. But there's something on the inside of us that's pulling us forward in God. Amen. And that's what I just want to encourage you with today. If you're in that zone where you haven't given everything to God, you've not trusted Him, I want to encourage you. Take that step. You've got to respond. Hearing the Word of God and all of that doesn't do you one bit of any good. Not one bit of good if you won't act on what you've heard. You've got to respond to what you've heard. You've got to step into it today. You have to step into it. And like I said earlier, I know it might feel difficult. It might feel hard to step into that new thing. But I will tell you this, when you do, then you will understand freedom. Then you'll understand what it means to be forgiven, to have a new life, to have a new expectation, to, to begin to connect with God. The joy of God will fill your soul. And man, it is amazing what happens then. Amen.